Hi, I'm Stargate Pioneer. And I'm Stephen Jondrew, and we're from Better Podcasting, a proud member of the Gunna Geek Network. Just like the show you're listening to now. The opinions expressed are those of the individual host. Check out all the other podcasts at GunnaGeekNetwork.com. And get ready, because geekiness begins in three, two, one... Stand by for a brand new episode of All Things Good and Nerdy. Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to episode 549 of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. This is recorded live on Sunday, January 28th, 2024. My name is Chris. I am joined with my fellow two misfits. We'll start first, Mr. Anthony Bachman. Negative. I'm a meat popsicle. This has been done many times before, <laughs> many yep. times before the meat popsicle has occurred. In fact, I wonder if my other co-host is also going to repeat a former intro. What say you, Willie D. Nelson? Uh, no, I'm the artistly. I'm the artist formerly known as a human. Yeah, that fits. The artistly. Yeah, know. let's go with that. The art. Yeah, AI hmm. took over. Are you just AI personified? <laughs> He's not be. Willie. He's Memorex. <laughs> i'm a little bit better than memorex are you you're better than a perfect copy come on now i mean if it's so perfect why is it a copy because that's how things work because you wanted a copy and that's why you got memorex i didn't want a copy you did want a copy i didn't bring up the copy there are many copies you better watch out because the copy guy impersonation of Rob Snyder might pop up if you keep saying copy again. Oh, no. I don't want any Rob Schneider impersonation on the show unless it's like what they did in South Park. Rob Schneider, he's a stapler. I mean, I like enjoyed that. the animal. Oh, someone had to. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it made $4 in the theater. Although, Deuce Bigelow, Four European Gigolo, why that? Why, 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 why did they green like that? Because, because they thought it rhymed they could make money. Because it rhymed. That is literally the only reason they made that second film. The why haven't they made a third? Did they make a third? Because they not can't yet do another rhyme. <laughs> what are you talking about? They just right. rhymed Gigolo, Bigolo, and Gigolo both times. What do you mean they have? They have come with another rhyme. My cat is trying to steal my coffee. It's the same rhyme in both of them. Why uh -oh. didn't you do it a third time? Better get rid of that cat. Yep, I'm moving the cat. Here's the cat. That the cat tax is paid. <laughs> I paid the cat tax. Everyone pay the cat cat tax if you have to. I refuse. Why? Because my cat's an asshole. All cats are assholes. Yeah, but mine's very specifically very much an asshole. But all cats are assholes. But I gotta pay the tax. I was gonna bankrupt. That's why I do a monopoly just to end it fast, clean and Fair. fast. Oh, I can't pay. I know I can mortgage shit, but fuck it. Bankruptcy, you guys figured the shit out. Fair enough. Well, gentlemen, welcome to uh, the newest installment of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. Thank you for joining me on this wonderful Sunday morning. As we progress, I have to ask, how things been going this week, fellas? You have been having a good week? Uh, No. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was definitive. <laughs> well... Not to talk about my work, but I've been overtime and my grandma's in hospice. So, oh, geez. Yeah, no. that's a rough combo. 
<laughs> this week sucked. Oh, I'm not going to follow that. Well, at least hopefully. <laughs> Sorry, well, also, it's not funny either. It's not oh, fucking funny either. Hopefully, well, it's, hopefully it's paid over time at least. Yes. yes. Okay. So silver lining, nice. you're getting paid yes. at least. Union. Union paid over time. So, yeah, there you go. So that part's good. The hours suck. Sleep. Because you're well, never going to get it. According to my employer, nobody. Yeah, you can just fucking work all the time. Steven's doing something for you, Willie, just to make you feel better. <laughs> he says, I'm making a reference to Willie showing his nipple only because I know Chris tried to avoid having to talk about it in show by starting the episode after. So, Steven, I could have not put that comment in the chat, but because you made the effort to put me on the spot, I did so. And in fact, maybe I'll even clip that scene. And I'll do something with it because I'm bored. Who knows? How, how dare you not retroactively, preactively start recording? That's well, that's on you. Well, we were recording. It was live. Well, the I meant live, but you know, AI <laughs> flubs up. The connection to the you know the five Gs kind of. Willie's all about hashtag free the nipple. We know that, but the oh, problem 100%. is it's always his nipple he's showing us and we're really tired of it because we've seen it so many times that's a it's nothing, it's nothing new hmm? I, I i read through the uh i thought i read through all the lawyerese and uh said it didn't specify so my nips free game sps if this is for only fans no 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 we are on only hams where you just buy ham and tell us about it i ha- oh. no, we just only show pictures of hams Ooh, i like ham is that what you're calling my nipple <laughs> that's what john ham calls his ham you know his nipple yep just a good morning to everyone who is joining us in there we were getting some comments of things as things go on thank you for joining us yeah fave text here all right i guess i, I kind of teased it so we need to, I need to get your guys' opinion on something. And I don't know if you've heard anything about it yet, but have you heard Aww. about a certain set of popcorn buckets that is coming out with an upcoming summer blockbuster? No, I have not. Oh, okay. I'm going to screen share with you guys. And what I need you to do is, in an effort to help our audience who might be listening on audio only, I need you to explain oh. what we're seeing here wait i think i saw i think i may have seen something about this on twitter oh, I'm and i sure didn't you look did. at it i'm oh, sure you did. dark You're so want to stay there the is dark. an upcoming summer movie it's called uh, dune 2 and this what i'm sharing on screen with you guys right now and i'm doing this now because everyone is, was teasing the only fan <laughs> stuff that sort of ties in this is the official dune 2 popcorn bucket and what you can see is the bottom is a typical traditional popcorn bucket and they have a plastic connection that hooks on top of said popcorn bucket and this is it looks kind of just like a a worm it's supposed to be the sandworm or whatever it is that you would reach in to get your popcorn and it looks a little off-putting when you look at it from the side but really what i want to get your opinion Mm -hmm. on is what it looks like when you get the top-down view listen it already looked like a fleshlight before you did that yeah i basically made they made a dune fleshlight and put it on made it popcorn bucket size listen i'm surprised no one's made a sandworm dune fucking branded fleshlight already I'm who says they haven't so, that's yeah. why i'm googling i'm googling <laughs> to make sure i'm not doing a mistake here i'm betting someone's already made it yeah so someone's already dude, made it i bring i bring this up because this hit the internet and it's legit in here as anyone oh. can tell so all of the 
everyone's going to F their popcorn bucket jokes and fleshlight mm-hmm. jokes and all that stuff has come out already. But my real question is, who's the genius that planned this product and said, oh, this is a great idea, something to put in theaters for people to get as their Dune 2 collectible when they go to the movie theater? That's probably the same idiot that made the Ant-Man popcorn buckets regular size. Well, that's just because the cost. People would get mad if you bought a large no, popcorn and got- all you had to do is make a metal shot glass and charge a dollar for it and call it the ant-man popcorn bucket hey old billions hey so there's <laughs> been a development in my research it, this shouldn't be a surprise but there is a dune sandworm fleshlight and told you shouldn't be to anyone's surprise it's by bad dragon Oh, of course. So SP is asking, is the lube <laughs> butter or popcorn flavored? I mean, well, it's got to be butter. Is flavored. it popcorn butter flavored? <laughs> I mean, popcorn <laughs> does have a flavor without the butter, know, but the butter enhances it. <laughs> that Wait, worm is going to be 3D. That worm is oh. going to be butter flavored. And Steven wants us to know usually the hole in his popcorn bucket is at the bottom. Yeah, it's only because you put top. it there, you creepy old man. Wait, what's the inside look like? Oh, oh. Oh, we're not going to screen share what Willie's we've looking lost, at right now. We've lost What's Willie to phone? the world of fleshlights on his phone. Why is there all that material? But just so I mean, I guess the pressure. I don't know. It's a hundred dollars. No, that just seems actually pretty cheap for something from Bad Dragon. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, you're not incorrect. Oh, yeah, but um, yeah, but no, it looks just like that. It even has the 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 flanges, the the teeth, whatever you fucking. Yeah, it even has that on it too. That's the That's weird thing. So weird. Oh, it's pointed out in the line. chat. I looked it up so you don't have to. All we need to do is give Willie 30 to 60 seconds. He'll be done with the world of flashlights after that. Yeah. Wait, what the it, fuck is this? He'll be back real quick. So again, this looks it looks exactly like what it seems like. It looks like a flashlight, like Willie said. And the fact that someone greenlit it kind of baffles me. But the comments yeah. have been absolutely hilarious. Here's a collection of some of the comments I'd seen. Another day working at the multiplex. Everyone keeps asking me if they can fuck the Dune 2 popcorn bucket. Buddy, this is an AMC. <laughs> of course you can fuck the popcorn bucket. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> Babe, are you okay? You've barely fucked your Dune 2 promotional popcorn bucket. <laughs> Who, who, who? <laughs> oh, that's good. How did, seriously, how how did how did this pass? Every person that it went through, and no know. one said, "Oh, someone's gonna put their dick in this." Because how? none how? of them could admit it, because then they'd have to say, "Well, this looks like a flashlight," and then someone in the room would say, "Well, what's a flashlight?" And then they have to. Who doesn't it. know what a flashlight? I would look at him and say, "You're fucking stupid if you don't know what a flashlight." Here's another good one yeah, for you. They're going to permit. They're going to act like they don't. It's Glenn Quagmire on the phone. Says, "Hello, nine one one. It's Quagmire. Yeah, it's caught in the <laughs> Dune Two promotional popcorn bucket." <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, good lord! See, we were just unhappy that every time we went to the Cinemark here, we collected a bunch of the popcorn buckets, and they're all different fucking sizes. How is every popcorn bucket you make a different fucking size? I don't know. Go, going back to the popcorn dude, flashlight, do you need? <laughs> going back to the popcorn bucket, though, it, it's off-putting. But mm-hmm. in what world do you really want to put your hand 
through a bunch of little plastic fingers or phalanges to reach in and grab popcorn and pull it out. I guess the trade-off being you're not going to spill popcorn as easily if you're bucket tips or something i don't but know you also but... can't get a big hand full of popcorn because it's going to knock it out of your hand as you go yeah. to pull it out of the fucking teeth it seems off-putting at the very least notwithstanding the fact it looks like a giant flashlight the whole thing yeah. seems off-putting it's not even going to do what it's meant to do it's going to make it more difficult to eat popcorn out of the bucket that's maybe that's stupid wait wait that's by design though because most of these places give you at least one free refill on popcorn so if they slow you down you're less likely to get a refill mm. bastards trying to save that 40 cents in popcorn why are you guys thinking like engineers this is not a way to really i not am a an engineer better way to eat popcorn to travel from here to there that is made to just be a plat useless piece of plastic actually saying, willie hey i'm a thing willie the best way silicone. the easiest way to eat popcorn to minimize your spillage put a hoodie on backwards put the hoodie in front of your face and fill that with the popcorn you just kind of go and eat the popcorn mm -hmm. out of your hoodie pocket or hoodie hood human See? horse bucket yeah human horse bucket and if you spill it doesn't matter it just drops into the hood yep problem solved sorry i'm stuck in a zach braff like memory thing just looking <laughs> out into the thing oh, he's thinking about his flashlight right now <laughs> yeah it's our big when we go grab it he's doing a dance sequence no. in the hallway to hospital oh shit it's not over there. i hung it out to dry <laughs> oh. no kink shaming i just don't want to see it on stream well, at least you cleaned Wait, it what's What's kinky about using a flashlight? Nothing. Well, I mean, they could make some weird ones, like a dune sandworm. Good. They they have. have. It's yeah. there. It's a hundred dollars. Made some weird ones. You so, can get it in the Super Mario question block design if really, you wanted to. As well, do you, I saw that. What do you want to bet they made one for the uh, Avatar aliens too? What the yeah. tail? I know for a fact. Without looking, tails like open up or something. Yeah. Out looking, having Googled it, I know for a fact there are blue cat flashlights. I guarantee fucking tee it. All right, fine. That fine. movie was that fine. Movie was I'll too look popular. it up since that I gotta look up all that. these fucking flashlights. Well, it's in your algorithm <laughs> yeah, anyway. You yeah. up the You've already got it in the algorithm. We're fine. While you're doing that, Stephen. Avatar blue question. While, while Willie looks that up, uh, Stephen the chat room says, after further consideration, are we really surprised about anything after the release of the shake weight? Nope. That's fair. South oh, Park did a good riff on that loading. one. Oh, this isn't a real. Oh, thank God. This isn't a real website. Avatarfleshtoy.com. <laughs> it's not loaded. Well, it loaded. Oh, it loaded. Oh. oh not only do they oh. have it, it has its own website. I fucking No, no, told no, you. no. Yeah, I no, it's you. stupid. It's just a fleshlight that's colored blue. There you go. That's it. Yeah, but you know someone bought that because there was some really creepy stuff I mean, that was happening around the same time Avatar came out with weird. some yeah. people's fixation on the Avatar Blue Aliens. Again, it, not kink shaming, maybe a little bit. It's just really strange to me. Yeah, may or may James not be Cameron, uh, sponsored by Hustler. Oh my. Hustler still James, Cam James Cameron might have done a lot to help the furry community. That's not what because he created a whole bunch of people that really like blue cats. But the blue cat, but are they actually furry or is that flesh on the on the Avatar aliens? I don't know. I thought they, I thought they had like a little. They bit got of, hair. Yeah, I thought they had like a little bit of fur. I mean, it, this is not me being deliberately obtuse or anything. But are you a furry if you don't have fur? How does it work? Oh, uh, the the uh, if you're like the lizard or something, the uh, scalies are the other term. That's all I know. I don't know of any others. Uh, but the uh, but this blue flashlight is uh, sixty nine ninety five. 
I'm surprised it's not 6969. That was at a different website, SheVibe. Oh my. Free shipping in <laughs> on US orders. Well, there uh, you go. dollars plus. Oh, cuz then it's The more 69. you know. Save yourself a dollar. The more you know. <laughs> I'm sorry the path this took a little bit but not a whole lot just because this popcorn bucket's weird as hell. Uh, yeah, it's it's got problems. Is it already out? Or is that just like promotional? It like seems like it? this from what I could tell is this seems to be a leak of some kind and it was people sharing the picture early cuz it looks like it's let me bring up the screen real quick. Um, I've well, turned the off weird the thing is, is you can't, even if you want the popcorn bucket, you can't guarantee that it'll be there when the movie comes out because all these theaters keep releasing them early. So why I bring this up is look in the background. This looks like a locker room or something like that. So my guess is this is someone that works at the theater yeah. where they had them here already. And someone went, what the fuck? I'm going viral. Yep. <laughs> what in the hell is this? So, because those look like lockers right behind it with those metal panels. And hell, that even has like a little number plate on it. It looks yep. like. Yeah, that's so, a locker so room. I want to know who was the first person to stick their dick in one of these. Is it someone off the line that said, fuck it? I'm, I don't care if I get fired. Or is it the guy who designed it said, yeah, bring it in. I, I, I need to make I need to look at this by myself. I need everyone yeah. to get out. It was the designer that was prototyping. Out. It. Because they had to, they had to figure out which one was the least fleshlike, like, and so he had to fuck all of them to figure out which one was less like the fleshlight. That's what he told his bosses, and that's the one he picked. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I want to see the others. Oh no, wait, I did. They're sold no. for a hundred dollars <laughs> at Bad Dragon. It's just again, how do you do this? I mean. How does anyone look at this unless they just have no concept of some of that stuff? They, this seems like a great product to put out on the market. No, it's that thing where they don't want to admit that they know about something. And so they would rather pretend they would rather just feign ignorance that than admit, right. oh, hey, yeah, I guarantee you there was a that room can't. of people that approved that thing. Every damn one of them knows what a fleshlight is, but none of them would publicly say. And so they would rather approve it. Put their job on the line that admit publicly in a work environment that they know what a flashlight is. SP Fucking figured out freeze. how'd they do this? Cocaine. <laughs> it wasn't made in the eighties, <laughs> SP. I mean, I don't, hey, everything old okay. is new again. We're back to that phase where some eighties and nineties fashions are becoming a thing again. Who's to say the cocaine isn't becoming a thing in corporate America again? I don't Wait, know. I, I'm new again. Cool. Yeah, we're all we're new. Hold again. on. Hold on. Whoa, whoa. whoa. When do the jinkos come back? <laughs> I think you're both being dumb here to think that the cocaine ever left the offices. I think it became less prevalent as other alternatives became more available. Let's put it that oh, way. Oh, okay. Okay. I'll give you that. I mean, yeah. They yeah. swapped off different stuff that still do the same, well, not the same effect, but you know, that do something to you. But yeah, I mean, that, I'm just that, saying, no one's whatever. doing cocaine at the 80s levels anymore. Uh, other than people who are trapped in the 80s mentally. I don't know. Have you ever been to Fire uh, Burning Man? I don't know. No, I like bathing. Yeah. Okay. Fair point too. <laughs> I mean, you just have to go without it for a week. Get that. Yeah, nice dirt I, I, that sounds uncomfortable. Going. I like that bathing. Nice dirt tan. I think about two days is my limit for not bathing, and then even then, I still feel gross. 
I remember going four days with that at once because I was at a festival and they were charging like $10 for a shower. I was like, fuck that. And uh, yeah, that shower felt so good when I got back home. Oh, oh you I could bet. see the dirt going down the drains. Like, <laughs> I thought I had a nice tan because uh, I was sitting there just chatting with everyone. I had a had a beer or some kind of drink in my hand and resting on my leg as I was like cross legged. And I moved the bottle as I drink. I was like, I'm like, man, I got a nice tan. Wait a second. Sort of wiping away the moisture from the bottom of the kids. Like, oh, yeah, that's just mud. <laughs> It's just a bunch of dirt. Like, oh, I thought I got a nice tan. Oh, well. <laughs> hey, at least it's protecting me from the sun, right? Exactly. I mean, so I assume that climbing? works to some extent. I don't know how well, but I assume. I mean, I'm pretty sure rock blocks. Okay, fair enough. I mean, what hey, is Real Satan? quick, dirt? Uh, if you guys have not yet bought Jedi Survivor, Wario64 is sharing a deal of $21 for Jedi Survivor. Digital or physical? The second one's called? Physical. It is, yeah, the second one's Jedi Survivor. What was the first one called? Jedi, Jedi Fallen, Fallen Order. Order. Fallen Order. God damn. You, you got to learn your Jedi's, wild. man. You got to learn your Jedi's, man. That's just the subtitles. Come on, guys. Can we, can we at least keep it something? No. That's their naming convention. It's always going to be Jedi. Insert words here. Uh, no. Sure. My favorite thing to come out of Rebel Moon was somebody did the Thanos, perhaps I judge you too harshly, daughter, and they put uh, Rise of Skywalker on uh, Nebula's face. In response to Rebel Moon, they're like, maybe we judged uh, Rise no. of Skywalker too hard. Rise of Skywalker is still bad. Sorry. I like it's, it. It's the only Star Wars I've watched once. <laughs> There's been a bunch I've only Star watched Wars. once. I'll take any Star Wars over Rebel Moon. Okay, well, Chris, fair. all Star Wars are bad because I've only watched them all once. Wow, you happy? Mean. No. See, we know you're. That's your. If that's your criteria, if they're bad or not. Well, it's my criteria for me as someone who has watched like the original trilogy and the prequel trilogy double digits each easily. Chris, but those are my own. Age, is that a thing to be proud about? Yeah, sure. Why not? I mean, it's, it's not like Willie. It's not like I'm constantly just sitting down and doing nothing while the movie's on. I'm sorting through trading cards. I'll turn on a movie. I'm sorting through the mail. I'm doing a shred party of all the bills I haven't shredded yet that I meant to shred after they came <laughs> in the mail. Put on a movie or something I like that's fun in the background. I'm just saying it's the only movie where you get a Ben Solo moment, and it's got Babu Freak, the greatest Star Wars character of all time. I like Rise of Skywalker. Which one was Rise of Skywalker again? The last, last one. The very okay nine, yeah. I guess. It yeah. was yeah. somehow nine. Palpatine has returned, and yeah. then in Palpatine subtitles again. Unless you played Fortnite, you already knew this, <laughs> because they did the Palpatine return address to the galaxy in Fortnite only. Yeah, sure. which was weird. Yeah, and but, I mean, you know, undid everything that Ryan Johnson did. If you hated. Never mind. We're not going. We're not going to re-legislate <laughs> episode no, all nine. I, all I'm saying. Yeah, let's is go back Adam, to the flashlight. Adam Driver <laughs> did a mate. He did the one amazing Ben Solo movie and is in that movie. When he shrugs and then kills his own guys, that was all Han Solo. That was 100 the kid of Han Solo. Yeah, I love that moment. That moment was badass, and it it's ridiculous that the most in character thing he ever did was just a shrug, but it's fucking perfect. <laughs> I can't even put it. Somehow the trilogy ended. 
just so another one can get started sometime. And SP points out Mary oh, yeah. Jade is his favorite Star Wars character of all time. There are many people in that same boat that are rather upset that Mary Jade was never pulled into official canon. Mary yeah. Jade Lodge? No. no. Oh. Mara Jade. Yeah. Who is a badass character. Yeah. It was weird. I was with it. Like, I grew up with Star Wars my whole life. I've always loved Star I never had a favorite character until uh, they brought in the Anzellans. Yeah. I think Babu Freak is the coolest little. The Anzellans are the tiny droids. The oh, droid for Men in Black. No, slightly taller. <laughs> so no, it's not it, the thing Orion's belt is the key no, or something? not that guy. Slightly bigger. Oh. No, the droid mechanic that, that fixes C-3PO. I know, I know. And then, yeah, you showed up in the Mandalorian you... and had the bad baby had the, had the bad baby speech to uh, Grogu. Bad baby, no squeezy. I love it. Oh, that must be in the season I did not watch. It was in the last season. If you're in our chat room right now, there's a lot of bait being put out there in regards to the final Star Wars movies, and <laughs> it's not worth re-legislating final. at this point in time or re-discussing. Well, the most recent final ones, I guess there is the the Ray Skywalker movie we know is coming in, the Mandalorian movie we know is coming. Disney didn't pay those billions with a B to say, we're done after this. I said final season of Mandalorian. That's what I said, final. I don't know that that's final either. Yeah, because they're going to do a movie next on another show. Yeah, but show. they could still do another season after that. Yeah, maybe. Right now know. it's the final season. Yes, just like episode nine right now is the final movie. Therefore, my ass well, is we, covered. Uh, and yeah. ha-ha. Ha-ha. Has there been another Star Wars movie that came out since then? No. No. Did There's Solo been no Star Wars movies since episode that? nine. No, nope. before that, Solo was after episode eight. Yeah, it's been all shows since episode nine. I'm a Star Wars fan. What can I say? Willie, do you prefer the wars or the Trek? We prefer Trekker, not Trekkie. That's a fanboys reference. I do love mm. the movie Fanboys. I, I wish they would do another one. Or something in this being a one. Some, let me rephrase something in the same spirit of that movie. That's just kind okay, of a fun that. romp that plays with all of those movie stereotypes and things like that. The that was madness. fun. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I don't necessarily need a sequel to it, but I need something in that's like a spiritual sequel, for lack of a better term. That'd be fun. I always like trapping people in that fanboys movie in that movie game. Like no one knows what fanboys is. These fucking cinema snobs don't know they're trash movies not saying fanboys <laughs> is a trash movie but it's not high cinema is what i'm saying which isn't a bad thing that's true that's true i do love me some bad cinema give me some toxic avenger i am unsure about the new one coming out i didn't even know there was a new one coming out yeah you, you should did? see the trailer in the cast that that yeah. will make you hmm. can i can i spoil hmm. the one main thing go for it do, do you want to guess who's playing the Toxic Avenger? Uh, Willie D. Nelson. And for once, he's not trying to kill Jennifer Lawrence. Peter Dinklage. Huh. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, that's about it. Yeah, huh. Yeah, the Dinklage is playing Toxie, and the villain in the movie is Elijah Wood. So yeah, they've, oh, they've got that. yeah, they've got a very interesting cast, and so I. I'm going to see it. I know that. Just with the cast alone, they've got me interested to watch it. I don't know it's, if it'll be good. 
It won't. I remember watching Lloyd Kaufman. Yeah, it's Lloyd Kaufman. Damn, I guess he's banking on all those paychecks yeah. from uh, working old with school, James Gunn in the Marvel movies. Old school trauma films. But yeah, I was like, I mean, I watched the trauma films when I was in like junior high. I watched like the Toxic Avenger oh, yeah. one through four. They they weren't good, but they're interesting. That's <laughs> I'll fair. watch the new one. I'll watch well, the Citizen Toxie, the fourth one, didn't come out till like 2000 something, like 2002, 2003. Yeah, I don't even remember the names of them. How do I remember I just, Citizen Toxie? What the? I just remember a kid in a ballerina dress with a mop being murdered. Like, it's so fucking weird. I, I know nothing. I mean, to be fair, he was pretty fucking annoying. And he got superpowers, Not- so. Not to be bullied that much, but uh, that guy was pretty fucking annoying. He put his <laughs> dirty mop in the jacuzzi by accident. Come on, guy. Yeah, that's pretty gross. That's pretty gross. Yeah, he was kind of creeper, but who wasn't in that movie? But you know what isn't gross? Me? The news of the week. Live from the ATGN studios on uh, the internet, it's the news of the week. Welcome to the news of the week. It is that part of the show where we run down what's in our minds. It's the most interesting geeky and or nerdy news to have popped up here in the last week or so and share it with you fine folks who are watching live or listening at a later date. I was just going to go first with mine because why not? I queued myself up first. Does anyone care? Does anyone mind? More, is it more fleshlight? Uh, no, Do the damn thing. if it was, how would the answer differ if it was versus if it isn't? I'm just happy I don't have to Google more weird flashlights. Hopefully. <laughs> okay, so we'll good see. news then. It, it's not flashlights. We'll it's see. Not. not yet, at least. <laughs> hey, let's talk uh, rumors about the Nintendo Switch 2. There have been rumors that the Nintendo Switch 2 is going to be launching this year. Seeing as we're in January of 2024, we still have a pretty long runway for that. So presumably some kind of announcement would be coming soon. There is nothing official from Nintendo yet, but Bloomberg had a report from Omdia analyst Hiroshi Hase, which suggests the new console, which we're going to call Switch 2, for lack of a better term, is going to launch this year, and it will feature an 8-inch LCD screen. Yes, I said LCD, not OLED, after we had a Switch OLED that just came out this time. So the new yeah, upgrade is a downgrade? Not necessarily. Well, and, and well, you, okay, go ahead, Willie. So they can make a pro model later for that has... Potentially, uh, that could be the case. Like we said, the launch window is not yet confirmed. It's widely expected. It's going to have an LCD, LCD screen similar to the base model switch we have now. In 2023, Sharp had said it was supplying LCD panels to Nintendo for the upcoming console they're going to make. So it's going to be a Sharp LCD screen. Eight inches, though, that's mm. big for handheld console screens. For comparison, let's talk about other stuff that's out there. Switch Lite, five and a half inch screen. The original Switch, 6.2 inch screen. OLED Switch, seven inch screen. The Steam Deck, the base model version, seven inch screen. The Steam Deck OLED, 7.4 inch screen. We've had some newer consoles like, like was it the Asus ROG Ally? And then Lenovo's got one that looks like a Switch that come out. They have about eight inch size screens, too, but... Eight-inch screen in a portable gaming device like that, it's its the exception, not the norm. So I think the argument is being made that 
shifting back to LCD allows them to keep their costs at a more reasonable level to then give you a bigger screen. We all know OLED is more expensive for them to produce and manufacture and then put in the console than LCD. We should also keep in mind, though, that Nintendo, of course, has not officially confirmed any of this stuff. This is all things coming out of leakers and trusted informants and the like. But yeah, sounds like we're going to have an 8-inch screen on what people assume to be similar to the same form factor as the current Switch. But will so, they put Joy-Cons on it that work and don't drift after two days? Well, all controllers drift anymore, it seems like. That's a big problem we're having with stick drift because nobody pays for the more expensive, what is it, the Hall Effect my, sticks my, or whatever? My, my PS5 seems fine. People bitch about that one all the time online too about stick drift. Same with the Xbox. Really? I will I will say it seems like the Switch has more problems with stick drift and things wearing out because of the nature of how it was how the Joy Cons were designed. But I, I don't know. It's why I would never suggest someone get a Switch Lite because if your Joy Con starts to drift, it's not like you can just pop one off the old one and put a new one on there. You actually have to open up the console and fix it yourself. Yeah, having played with the Switch just one time, like I don't want one. The whole time, it just felt like I could snap the thing in half. Like it That's just fair. felt cheap in my hands. It's like the like my phone doesn't feel like I'm gonna break it when I pick it up, but the Switch does. I got I got this. I can answer this for you, Bachman. Uh, you see, the real measurement is the girth, and you it doesn't have the girth for your <laughs> meaty hands to take a handle of it because it feels like it'll just snap in your hands because. It's too thin to bring it back to Deuce Bigelow, male gigolo. Yeah, it's got no thickness. Well, there you go. So one of the things I did with my Switch, because the Joy-Cons, the button size and things like that, they're not great for people with bigger hands. So you can always, there's some third-party things that are, for lack of a better term, bigger Joy-Cons that kind of spread things out to more of the size and form factor of what you'd have on a PS5 or an Xbox controller. But the other problem I ran into is the way the Switch is manufactured and designed there's not really a comfortable way to hold it and that's where third-party vendors come in and kind of fix that problem for us and i'm going to screen share something here of a product i've got on my switch it's by a company called satisfy which makes like you can see here on the left these grips that your switch slide satisfy. into actually it makes it a lot more comfortable because it gives you a similar form factor to the playstation 5 and xbox controllers where your hand has something that's kind of tapered to hold on to versus just a flat edge. I think the best look is like this one right here. You can sort of see. So it's like a, what do they call that thing? The backbone for the phones. So it's like a backbone for the switch. Yeah, this is pretty, they call it a satisfy. The company's name is satisfy. They make grips that you can slide your switch into. And the newest ones, oh. which I wish I had for convenience sake are thin enough that you can still dock the switch with that grip on it. Oh, so you don't have to take it off. Sticks too. The one I have is older and it, will not fit in the dock so i either have to undisconnect it to dock it or plug it into regular usb-c cable which most of the time i just plug it into regular usb-c cable sorry will i interrupted you i think oh i just uh, see they also made hit sticks too yep they, they make all sorts of stuff this company they're one i found through a youtuber that recommended it and i was like oh okay, Gee, i wonder which one which one the uh i forget his name uh but uh, the australian <laughs> guy mm-hmm yeah, I forget Hawker, his name. AKA beat em ups. Beat em ups. That's it. Yeah, yeah, beat em ups. I was forgot. I couldn't remember his uh, YouTube. I never think of beat em ups. I never think about his. Yeah. Oh, I see his face and mentally like, oh, that guy. No, that that's legit. How I found and out about voice. it. 
because they yeah. advertised with him at one point in time. And I think I bought it with his promo code at one point to save like 15%. Because like, okay, this is something I think could be helpful for me. And then he did a partnership with Satisfy. And they actually had a beat-em-ups edition. It was like the same color combo as his channel art and stuff like that. It had like a fake signature on it of his and stuff like that. That was like a limited run drop. Which, if you're him, that's probably pretty cool to be like, hey, here's a product I like that advertised with me that now is doing an actual grip with me. That's pretty cool. I mean, uh, yeah, when you showed it, I was like, yeah, I've seen a lot of those from that YouTube channel. Yep. I didn't even think that's where you got it. I was like, yep. I find it really helpful for me as someone who has larger hands, being able to better hold my switch. And let me rephrase it to be more more comfortably hold my switch. You need, I guess that, is the best you need way that, that thickness. I, I need a thick console controller. Chris likes something to grip, grip on too. So you'd be rough with it. Well, I don't like how this pat this is going at this point in time, but Mr. Showing this Dune flashlight. <laughs> this is too far though. This is too far because I'm the target now and I feel persecuted. Well, yeah, we yeah. Everybody's a victim. Architect of the, the flashlight. <laughs> I wonder if I wonder if anyone's stuck their head in that thing yet. I don't think it's big enough. From someone's tried. Picture. I've seen some things. Let me tell you. Okay. Uh, someone's tried. I'm just gonna tell you. I someone's tried. Someone's wearing that thing as a necklace until they had to cut it off. That'd be kind of funny, actually. <laughs> flavor. flavor. <laughs> it doesn't have a clock on it. Doesn't have a, a big obnoxious necklace in general. Do you think it has to tell time as well? The fucking cut a hole in it, put a little analog clock in. It. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I mean, little. maybe maybe he put a pocket watch in it, and it's still a buck carrying something, right? Mm. He just stick his hand in it and get all slurpy. Evidently, SP thinks I'm a Target employee, and I'm not exactly sure why. Because you got a Target on your back. Yeah. Because uh, you guys are mean to me. Paint a Target victim. on me. You're a victim. I'm a victim mm-hmm. of mock of internet mockery. Well, if you're Cry a target, victim. Well, if you're a Target employee, I'd probably never see you because I can't remember the last time I was in a Target. I think the last mm-hmm. time I just walked in and I walked right back out. And Friday, I, I, I was in that. a Target. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Willie won't go in there. He's protesting now because he can't buy Blu-rays and DVDs in there. Same with Best Buy. He won't go. They're doing Best that Buy too, anymore. for the most part. Is it? Well, yeah. Target's been they've slimmed down their entertainment section for a while now. They had they like two do... shelves of DVDs when I was there. Do, are they at least putting them on sale? Nothing was on sale when I was there, mm. but that doesn't necessarily mean they aren't putting stuff on sale. They do carry the Warhammer board game though, which I'm looking at picking up. And a bunch of like RPG games and like Dungeons and Dragons books yeah. and stuff like that. They've gotten into that. And I I would say our local Funko, other than Hot Topic, or our local Target, other than Hot Topic, has the most Funkos. No, GameStop's place with the most Funkos because now there's just like a Funko store. Yeah, our GameStop has even cut down on their Funkos. They filled half their shelves with statues. To be honest, I think the Funko bubble has kind of popped for a lot of these things now. Like, I was someone who was buying them occasionally for products I like, and now I'm just like, nope, not even looking at them. So you're telling me GameStop's turning more <laughs> into that shop at the mall where you could buy, you know, a samurai sword, some shurikens, and a water bomb. Yeah, kind of. Pretty much. 
So you're saying it's a Spencer's gift. Yeah. No, 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 no. One of those ones that specifically sells all those. <laughs> Spencer's gift sells all of those things. Sam. And all your blacklight poster needs. Mm-hmm. And, and incense. Sex toys, too. And incense to cover yeah. up all the marijuana smells in your dorm room. People, yep. people. Don't go to Spencer's to buy actual sex toys. That's weird. The fact that they sell them at Spencer's, I've always kind of like, really? Weird. I mean, it's but one, probably for shock value. Ooh. At one point in time, they were selling some of them at Walmart, even though. Hey, Beatrice, you feel like being naughty? Let's go see the vibrators at, 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 at Spencer's. Just, just shop local. Everyone's got a little sex shop in town, I'm sure. I live in a college yeah. town, though, so maybe my view of that's skewed because it's a college town. No, there's a bunch of sex shops everywhere, man. Yeah. Yeah, there's always one. Keep that local perv and, you know, help him pay his mortgage. You don't have to be a perv to run a sex shop. You found a business that people are always going to patronize. People are always buying porn and sex toys. There's no stopping it. Sex sells? Support small business. Who would have thought sex sells? Support small business. Sex work is real work? For where yeah. I live, the downtown part where all the students go and party is full of bars, and there's like three sex shops in that same area. So I'm sure they make a bunch of just drunken, dumb student business who come in and like, I need to find Backdoor Sluts 9 to steal a title from uh, South Park <laughs> or something like that. I didn't come up with that. That's from Trey Parker and Matt Stone, just Man. as a heads up. I mean, mm-hmm. I still have pirates over on my shelf. It's one of the mo- <laughs> that's one of the porns with the most production value ever, and they made a sequel. There you go. Yeah, the sequel got a Blu-ray release. Yeah, I'm sorry, you're stuck with an HD DVD version. Oh, no, no. <laughs> that's what Willie looks for in his porn production value. <laughs> Those skeletons better be animated very well. <laughs> they weren't. Oh, Actually, for just going on memory because it's been. I don't know how, when's the last time I watched it. Uh, those skeletons that look that bad for, especially for a porn movie. Like, where the f- you guys put money in this? All right, that wasn't <laughs> on the talent. All right. I mean, if they could find some assets online, there's probably some 3D renders that were out there that they were able to base things off of. Because if there's anything I've learned from all the stuff I've watched on Corridor Crew and Corridor Digital, there's a big asset library online that a lot of people can start from and then modify as needed for their 3D assets. I, I can, You're probably not wrong. My only uh, counterpoint to that would be uh, this was 2005. A fair point. That, so was that there then? That's my, I mean, I, it definitely is now. You are right about that. I assume I in some way, shape, or form. If it was there then. Yeah, probably. But I'm just curious. Like, what did it look like? I don't know. What am I talking about? I saw everything. It shows everything in that movie. Oh my! Willie loved the skeleton porn. Mm -hmm. Not really. It was mid 2000s. Just big fake titties. That's true. I'm sorry. To be fair, I didn't. I couldn't tell one from the other because they all had that dirty blonde. They all had the same fake boob job, or they all looked the same. So I was like, I don't remember this. Like they all look the same. That person's might as well be that person. What's the plot? I can't keep up. Except for Evan Stone. That dude's always hilarious. Willie, I, I don't really remember the movie. So I watched it once because we had a porn and chicken night in college, which is exactly what it sounds like. No, <laughs> it was a, a it was a dumb party. That's a bunch a of movie. college guy 
It's a bunch of no. college guys with greasy fingers. It wasn't just guys in there, and it was mostly because it made some people uncomfortable. So that was the fun part was making fun of what was going on to then watch the uncomfortable folks respond. I'm sorry, did you say fried chicken and porn? I did indeed, sir. Yeah, yeah, that's a movie. Okay. Yeah, I've seen it. It's called Fried Chicken and Porn, I believe. Okay. Too. I've seen it on Comedy Central of all things. I'm just saying, I think it was it was 21 or 22 year old time frame where we had the porn and chicken night just to see how uncomfortable we could make some folks and some people's discomfort as they tried to go through it was what was entertaining. Now, before people come after me, bear in mind, no one was forced to come to said party. Everyone decided to. And if people wanted to leave, that was fine. And eventually it was the fun is over. Turn this off because it's not like there was some weird group sex thing going on or anything it was no we were making commentary jokes about porn and eating chicken anyone who's having a porn and fried chicken night's probably not going to have an orgy yeah you're that's correct. not the right kind of greasy you want correct the intent of the party was to make fun of the porn uh, so yeah that that's what we had going on there's a glimpse into oh god i'm what 39 so like 17 years ago when this party occurred in college. I'm pretty sure the movie plot line of the thing I remember is that they threw it and then some guy got feelings for someone else or for someone. And then, but they, but they were, but it was like a triangle where they liked someone. And then it was like, Oh, but then they finally got together at the end. I was like, ah, it's, you know how it goes. It's Hollywood movies. They're all the same. I'm I talking mean, about Spider-Man far from home. I do like that movie a lot. Willie likes that movie too. It's all right. It's acceptable. All right. That wraps up my news with some various diversions and things like that. I'm going to toss things. Mr. Bachman, what do you got for us? All right. We got another pissed off director in Hollywood. Yeehaw. I'm angry. Who would would have ever thought? But let's see if it's for a good reason or not. So uh, I got a digital spy article here about the Roadhouse remake. Director boycotts premiere due to streaming release. Uh, by Joe Anderson, published on 26 January. Uh, the quote from uh, Doug Lyman is, if we don't put tentpole movies in movie theaters, there won't be movie theaters. Is a Roadhouse remake a tentpole movie? Um, hmm. I guess it depends on who you <laughs> ask. <laughs> Could be. Remember, we talked about it before. Everything old is new again. So perhaps we're thinking that that's going to be as big now as it was in the 80s. Uh, So the director of Roadhouse Remake has said he won't attend the premiere of the film due to Amazon's decision to release the film on streaming rather than in cinemas. Doug Lyman, who previously helmed The Bourne Identity, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, and Edge of Tomorrow, has remade the 1989 Patrick Swayze film with Jake Gyllenhaal, who plays a former UFC fighter that takes up a job as a bouncer at a remote bar. Well, that's not right. He's the cooler, not the bouncer. We all know this. Uh, Let's see. Right at a guest column for Deadline, Lyman called out Amazon MGM Studios for skipping a big screen release and said, uh, when Roadhouse opens at the South by Southwest Film Festival, I won't be attending. The movie is fantastic, maybe my best, and I'm sure it will bring the house down and possibly have the audience dancing in their seats during the end credits, but I will not be there. My plan had been to silently protest Amazon's decision to stream a movie so clearly made for the big screen, but Amazon is hurting way more than just me and my film. If I don't speak up about Amazon, who will? So here we go. When Amazon bought MGM, one of the few remaining studios making big commercial films for theater release, movies like Bond and Bond and Creed, they announced that they would put a billion dollars into theatrical motion pictures, releasing at least 12 a year. They touted it as the largest commitment to cinema by any in, by an internet company. 
I can tell you what they then did to me and my film Roadhouse, which is the opposite of what they promised when they took over MGM. The facts, I signed up to make a theatrical motion picture for MGM. Amazon bought MGM. Amazon said, make a great film and we'll see what happens. I made a great film. Lyman claimed that Amazon told him the film had tested better than any of his previous films and the audience responded to it better than any of his previous hits. And we all know Bourne did gangbusters. Mr. and Mrs. Smith made a lot of money in the theaters. Like the guys made some good movies. Uh, he also said Amazon eventually decided to only release on streaming and would not be convinced otherwise, refusing to sell the film to another studio. The impact goes far beyond this one movie. This could be industry shaping for decades to come. If we don't put temple movie, here it is. Yeah, if we don't put temple movies in movie theaters, it won't be movie theaters in the future. Without movie theaters, we won't have the commercial box office hits that are locomotives that allow studios to take gambles on original movies and new directors. Without movie theaters, we won't have movie stars. I'm not sure if I can agree with all that. Uh, da, da, da. Oh, yeah. I said the reality is there may not be a human villain in the story included. It may simply be an Amazon computer algorithm. Amazon will sell more toasters if it has more subscribers. It will have more subscribers if it doesn't have to compete with movie theaters. A computer could come up with that elegant solution as easily as it could solve global warming <laughs> by killing all the humans. This is what Lyman said. This is I, a hyperbolic, just yeah. a bit. What? Yeah, he went out there. But and remember, computer, this is over the movie, a remake Roadhouse. of Roadhouse. Yeah. But a computer doesn't know what it's like to share the experience of laughing and cheering and crying with a packed audience at a dark theater. And if Amazon has its way, future audiences won't know either. Uh, so yeah, the digital spies reach out to Amazon for comment over Lyman's column. Well, so the, so the thing that sucks is that we all know if you if you can take it back to the Black Widow experience, Scarlett Johansson didn't have in her contract that that movie had to be released in theaters because the whole streaming thing hadn't really come up yet when she originally signed her contract. So she ends up suing Disney and winning because Disney puts it on streaming and not in theaters. Doug Lyman signs a contract with MGM to do a theatrical release of a remake of Roadhouse, and then it gets bought by Amazon. So even if it was in his contract with MGM, maybe that part of his contract didn't carry over when they got bought out by a giant corporation. But I, I'm not a lawyer, but I don't assume that that contract, the terms of it would change just because someone bought said it company. Sh it shouldn't. But who knows if Amazon buys MGM, can they say, oh yeah, we don't have to honor any of MGM's commitments. So we can just cancel your project. I, I mean, I'm sure they could cancel the project yeah. in that regard, but I'm not sure... I don't know if anyone that is a lawyer has experience with the law in this kind of regard, contract law specifically, I guess I'd be real curious to know whether Amazon could change that contract that had been signed by the company that they acquired. Yeah. So it, that that's an if, but it, it still makes you think one, well, if you're a director and you want a theatrical release, even if you have a good track record, if you're not Christopher Nolan, apparently you really need to get that shit in writing. Like, it has to say in the contract, this has to go to theaters. It is sad as shit that, I'll be honest, I saw this trailer pop up the other day, and I have rallied, and I have talked shit about remakes for years. I am so fucking excited to see this movie. I am sad that I can't go to the theater. I was literally showing the wife the trailer saying, we need to go to the theater when this comes out because I want to see this on the big screen just to find out that Amazon's going to release it and I can watch it on my big screen at home. I don't have the option of going to the movie theaters to see this. 
It looks really fucking good. I've kind of gotten to that point. In re- like, I can sort of understand his point if it was in his contract. It needs to come into the theater. I get that. But as a consumer anymore, I'm kind of at the point where I go, yeah, I just want to see the movie. And I don't hold the theater experience in that high esteem that many people do anymore. Because if there's anything that was proven in the pandemic era and as we came out of it, it was that, hey, I've got a decent enough home theater at home. I can have the same experience without having to deal with assholes around me and overpriced popcorn and soda and things like that. Yeah. And, you know, in if a I got to take a leak, nonetheless, in a flashlight, <laughs> nonetheless. And if I got to take a leak, here's the thing. I can just hit the pause button. I can yeah. go pee and I can come back and hit play and miss nothing. So, like, I, I get the point of people wanting to see things in theater and that the theater is still seen as the big player for a lot of folks. But at this point in time, I don't necessarily mind so much if a movie has a quick release to digital or has a release alongside with the theater on digital now the director i get his point i understand what he's saying that is if my deal is this was supposed to be a theatrical release that's his deal and that's fair and that's legitimate i will stand by him in that regard but in my opinion as a consumer for me the movie theater is not the definitive place to go and see something now because i'm just tired of people i really am as in, oh, for me, it depends on the film. And the, I've seen, I mean, since I was old enough to go to the movies, I've seen every Star Wars release in the theater. If a new Star Wars movie comes out, I want to see that on the big screen. Okay, I will eventually fair. buy it. I will watch it on repeat on Disney Plus, whatever. But I want to see it in the theater. And I was honestly excited when I saw this trailer. I was like, this would be a hilarious movie to watch with an audience in a theater. This is the type of movie you go to where there's going to be action and there's going to be fucking comedy. There's going to be scenes that are hilarious and there's going to be crazy big fight sequences and like explosions and stuff. It's like going and seeing a Jerry Bruckheimer Bad Boys movie. You want to see those in the theater. You don't go for the great storytelling. You go for the big fucking blow up Jerry Bruckheimer of it all because it's going to be fun to watch. And to be fair, (laughs) SP says people are tired of me too. But then SP does point out he's going yeah. to see Dune 2 at home. And I, I agree with you, Bob, yeah. on what you're saying. is There's some movies where I might want to have that in-theater experience. And oh, yeah. for the most yeah. part, it'd be something like, I don't know, a new Star Wars flick, maybe the next MCU flick. But I've also gotten to the point now where I don't really care a ton about spoilers anymore, whereas they used to annoy me. I'm the at third the third Spider-Verse movie. You yeah. know you need to see that in the theater. Eh, probably, because that is the kind of spectacle something like that is designed for. But part of my point also is, is spoilers don't bother me as much anymore because I've just gotten to the point where I could ignore the stuff online. And it's not like someone's just going to flash it in front of me. I'll just be like, okay, I know I shouldn't go on social media product X right now because I don't want to worry about getting spoiled yeah. and I just won't do it. Yeah. It does suck that like part of like the whole social media experience that was avoiding spoilers, especially like the day or I should sorry, the moment a movie is released in a theater or the moment a show is released on streaming. Cause somehow people have, you know, eight hours worth of freaking content watched in the first three hours of a show coming out and they're spoiling it on Twitter. It's like, how is that? Like, why is that fun for you? Yeah. Like re- the, the new season reacher has been out for three hours. You somehow watched all eight episodes and are on online fucking spoiling it for people. You're just a dick. 
but I don't know. I would, I was just sad to see that this actually isn't coming to theater because I actually want to see this on the big screen. And have either of you guys seen the trailer for this? No. A little bit. It actually looks really good. Like I I I've talked mad shit about remakes for years, and most of them are trash. I still feel sorry for Jack Hero Haley because he got thrown under the Freddy Krueger bus. The guy's an amazing actor. That was not his fault. But they what tried something that didn't work. Joel Kinnaman, he makes good movies, but that movie was just insane. But it wasn't the right type of 1985 on coke insane that the original RoboCop was. <laughs> it wasn't. It didn't have the Paul Verhoeven of it all. So you you're missing that 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 craziness factor. That that special mix into it. Yeah, that special mix of the weird European director and a whole lot of cocaine, and it just it worked. Yeah, the original RoboCop's amazing, and they had some cool ideas in the new RoboCop, just like the new Nightmare on Elm Street but neither one of them were good enough to even get near the original. And I love Patrick Swayze. I love Roadhouse. That is <laughs> one of the most dude bro fucking movies of all time. Rip the dude's throat out with his buck bare hands. Roadhouse. Like it's the, yeah. yeah, it's like the fucking Pain dude bro hurt. movie. Yeah. And in the trailer, Jake Dillenhall gets to drop the line. Nobody wins the fight. Like they're taking shit directly from the original and they're, it's one of those things where it doesn't seem like they're trying to like, oh, we're better than the original Roadhouse, which that's kind of what the advertising for the new RoboCop made me feel like, was they're like, oh, we're doing a better version. It's like, are you? Are you really? Well, look at that. You fell short. This feels like someone's like, no, we're going to take the concept and have fun with it. And the fact that Jake Gyllenhaal got in like UFC fighter shape for this movie, and then he's like a dude that gets knocked out of the UFC and is street fighting and so ends up going and helping out the roadhouse bar clean itself up as fucking dalton like it looks fantastic and yeah chris hasn't seen the trailer yet so he doesn't know but i gotta spoil this for you because it's in the trailer the bad guy that's not a fake dude looking like a native american they decided to get the most shit talking spider in the world as the bad guy in roadhouse the sequel or the remake it's fucking conor mcgregor the little Irish leprechaun is coming into the bar to destroy the place and talk shit. It looks hilarious. And also, I think that might be one of the reasons they got Jake Gyllenhaal, because I think he's only about two inches taller than Conor McGregor, who's a <laughs> fucking midget. But like, like the idea that like, oh, no, we got a world class athlete to be the villain in this one to try to take out the good guy. It's like, I want to see that. Like, this shit looks fun. It's not going to win any Oscars. But it looks fucking fun. And yeah, I'm kind of sorry for Doug Lyman and the rest of the crew because this, I think, could have done really well in the theaters. I don't know if it's going to show a spike in subscribers on Amazon Prime or not, but I think Amazon might have left a little money on the table with this. If you do a good remake of a Patrick Swayze movie and you don't shit on, you know, the you know, the the ghost, as it were, of Patrick Swayze, you could make some fucking money and make some people happy. And this one looks like a fun movie. That could have done really well. Fair enough. But they I, own MGM, so they can do whatever they want. It's why Stargate SG-1 keeps popping off and on Prime, and people are very confused, because they're like, you own this. What the hell? <laughs> you own cool. the whole Stargate franchise. And then people are like, make more Stargate 2, please. Well, <laughs> uh, yeah, apparently the whole thing seems to be, oh, no, we're going to uh, give you less and charge you more. That's the new streaming model, which is like, well, guess what? That's why we all cancel shit. And we'll come back in three months and we'll pay for your service for one month. 
We'll yeah. watch the last six months of what you produced, and then we'll cancel it because fuck you. You don't get to charge me more and give me less, Disney. That's not how this fucking project works. Yeah. I as soon as my current subscriptions run out that I've prepaid, a lot of them are going to be put into a standby because I just don't need some of these things for what they cost anymore. But that's neither here nor there. This month I just Amazon Prime just turned off, and last week I turned off Apple. So right now we have Netflix. That's Fair it. enough. We pay for one streaming service because guess what? I can wait for all the shit on Max. It will eventually show up on Netflix because they're just renting it out. Uh, yep. I thought you had Amazon. I just did have Amazon. It just ended. Oh, I'll, yeah. I'll, watch, uh... I'll have to get a week of Prime in March so I can watch Roadhouse. <laughs> that was there my question. Go. I don't yeah. think you can only get a week. I think you'd have to get just a, a month of it, but who knows? I ordered something for my dad the other day. They offered me a week for $3. Oh, okay. So I will order something. I will order something the week of Roadhouse, and that way I'll be able to watch Roadhouse and like the next four episodes of Invincible in a week for four dollars. Or does that week (laughs) thing uh, expire? I don't know. I mean, you could just save it for the yeah. No, I think the email expires like if you don't click on it within like two weeks or something. Yeah, I'll just order something that week, and then they'll offer me fucking Prime again for three or four bucks, and I'll get it for a week or a month or whatever. Well, on that note, that wraps up the news of the week. But Willie is going to do something that's not really a news story, but is his segment for this week. He wants to talk to you guys about his latest video game obsession. So, Mr. Willie, the floor is yours. Yeah, speaking of sex shops from earlier. um, (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. If no one here played like a, a Yakuza like a dragon where you go to the sex shop to get weapons for your people like a giant... Hitachi I did in like a dragon, yes, and I had a Hitachi vibrator used as a weapon. I also remember yeah, the Saints Row game, damage. the Saints Row game, where you had a weapon called the Violator that was a big floppy mm-hmm. dildo. Purple of that too. <laughs> yeah, it was purple too. I think you could customize the color at some point, but I don't oh, fully remember. But yes, uh, uh, the uh, next like a dragon came out, like a dragon, uh, infinite wealth. Whoa, that left my head. Uh, <laughs> the next in the mainline series of the game. Oh, Jesus. Brain. Brain. Uh, turn-based Brain. RPG uh, based in Japan, except for now when they finally left Japan and they go to Hawaii. And this new adventure. So far, I am 22 hours in. And uh, only in chapter, just got to chapter four. Chapter three took a long time. <laughs> There's a lot of story in there. Uh, the main character, Ichiban Kasuga, uh, has come to find out his mother, who has been missing since his birth, uh, is still alive. Uh, pursued, she was presumed dead, uh, but now is poss- uh, alive. And here's a picture. So he goes off to Hawaii. And a whole lot of hijinks happen and run into, of course, some Hawaiian Yakuza. I guess they would just be mob. I don't know. I guess they're still technically. I don't know. There's a lot of uh, Japanese culture in, in Hawaii as well. No. Um, and you're, uh, you start off in little Japan, as they call it. And uh, you go through. I've been leveling up. I think about round level 20. I don't know. I'm assuming like the last game, level 99 is the max. 
Uh, I haven't even unlocked any of the different job classes. I'm still in the, uh, that hasn't even opened up to me. I am so far behind. But what I do know about is there, there is like Pokemons in here, uh, uh, like Pokemon <laughs> battles called Sujimon. There's a, a Pokemon Snap where you have to take pictures of freaks on a trolley. And, and there's also uh, an Animal Crossing island that you get to go to. So remember, kids, it's the same thing as 30 years ago. Sega does what Nintendo don't. And, and they so far for that joke. So far. Yeah, 30 years. Just like they did in Back to the Future. <laughs> But yeah, I'm having a blast playing it. I'm, I wish I had more to say, but I have not played. I have played a plenty, but I have not gotten as far as I would think I would have been by now. There's a <laughs> there's a lot to this game. There's a lot of meatiness to it. It's thick. It is. Go back and really grip it. Yep. It's thick. Well, it's he no can really switch. He he can grip his yakuza. This is the thick switch. Wait, I guess let me look up a Yakuza flashlight. Hold on a second. Oh, no, no, no. Not necessary. But... Well, you already put it in my head. Uh, oh, you can talk like a cherry to cherry blossom. Looks like a cherry blossom. Or does uh, it have a dragon tattoo on it? Let's see. It, it seems like it's doing well. It has a 9 out of 10 on Steam right now with 3,000 plus ratings. It's got 92% rating from Google viewers. So it seems like it's doing a really good job. And it does appear that it is on Xbox Cloud Gaming. So it is part of Game Pass. So I guess I oh, should give that a guys. try at some point in time. Did, did you get it on PlayStation Plus or Premium or whatever the hell it's called? No, I bought it. Okay. I will say uh, not to just talk it all up there. Uh, it doesn't personally bother me, but uh, it do, uh, they did kind of put a a feature that has been in all the other games behind a, a digital upgrade paywall, uh, depending upon the version you get. That's and annoying. that is New Game Plus. Mm -hmm. I've never used any of the New Game Pluses because I've been trying to get through the games. I haven't really gone back and replayed through any of them because I'm still behind. That would be frustrating, though, to put New Game Plus behind a paywall because... Like I've talked about for Spider-Man 2, one of the things I'm looking forward to is New Game Plus at some point in time. If they're like, you got to pay five bucks to get New yeah, Game Plus, I'd I, be like, fuck you. No, I'm just done playing this game. Like I said, it is a little weird that they did that. But I mean, like I said, it hasn't, it's not really affecting me. I, I, but wonder, I can see how it's a negative. But. I wonder if that's something they're doing as a consequence of putting things on Game Pass or eventually the PlayStation similar model or something like that, which is like, hey, we get our cake from getting paid and then we'll get a little extra little extra surprise at the end when people want to do New Game Plus under their Game Play Pass subscription, then they'll pay their five bucks for it. Uh, that's giving me a little bit of a reminder of what they did back on the PS3 and 360 days, where you the uh, where you, where you got the little code thing with it. What was it called? The launch day or not launch day? It was like a oh my god! It was like a pass that you could use that you had to have. But you had to buy it new because it was only one time use, like to play online. Or yeah, they did that things. on some what of the Call of Duties called? and EA games at one point in time, I think, where you could buy the game and it would work for some single player stuff. But if you wanted to play online, it came with a one time 
code redemption you could apply to your account to give you the online aspect of it. And if you bought the game used at, say, GameStop, then you would have to pay arbitrarily, I'll say, 10 bucks to unlock the online aspect. I don't remember what games they were. I remember a bunch of people getting pissy about it. And I remember myself going, well, I wasn't going to play it anyways, so that sucks. And I hope uh, the industry doesn't pick it up, but I'm not impacted. And, and also, just to throw it in there, uh, I would say Sony has said that their their uh, premium model is not looking to be like a day-and-date release for games. If it happens, it happens, but they're yeah. not like going out for it. Not even on their first-party stuff. So it's not quite the same, but yeah. Well, I think we're about to see a lot more emphasis on Game Pass and its day and date digital releases because this is a side jag a little bit. I apologize. But supposedly the group internally to Xbox that's responsible for, you know, getting games on the shelves and stores and stuff has shuttered. So it's starting to look like they're shifting towards digital only model. And there were some rumors about the fact that Walmart was getting ahead of the curve. And I guess this Monday we're clearing out a bunch of physical Xbox games. So supposedly they clearance down Starfield enough because they were going to get rid of it. That it was a penny to buy Starfield because they were trying to clear out space of all of these Xbox titles because they're it, under the assumption everything is going digital sooner than later. Does the tax round up to two cents? I don't honestly know. I'm I'm a little curious that if if it's just a penny, taxes. What? So I, I guess that's the thing is mm. if you wanted to pick up Game Pass, not Game Pass, uh, Starfield on Xbox, anyone check your local WalMarts because I guess some were clearancing them down to a penny instead of throwing them out. Fair enough. I mean, I mean, I'd buy that for a penny. I'd buy that. For bring a back dollar. Robocop. Mm. I do love Robocop. Um, but I do want to mention too, uh, there is like uh, in a lot of the previous Yakuza games, you could go to the Sega arcade and play arcade games. In this one, there is at least one, I think it's called Spike Out, that is uh, that was only in Japan. It was an arcade game that was only in Japan, and they have a version of it in uh, Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth that you can go play at the arcades. The full arcade version. So that's, that's cool. Something. I like cool little things like that. Those are fun. I mean, they have a bunch of other, like uh, like Virtual Fighter, I think, 3? Uh, they usually have, like, uh, they oh, they also have Sega Bass Fishing in there. And you walk up to the whole arcade where it's the whole thing where you go up to the fishing the controller that it had. I haven't, I haven't tried it yet, but it is the, the actual Sega Bass Fishing arcade game. That they have just, I guess, running on an emulator in within that game. That's cool. Games inside games, man. Oh, they did. Oh, uh, then the previous ones they had like Fantasy Zone. If you remember that one, that old Sega game, that was a fun yeah, one. I vaguely remember that one. Uh, I think the little flying ship was Upa Upa. That I don't honestly remember. I remember playing it on the original Nintendo. Okay, I'm fair. Or a version of it. I think it was before Sega made a console themselves. They did make that because I know I played it on there, not a Sega. I was well, confused here. I live in a perpetual state of confusion, though, so that really doesn't mean much. It did get released for the NES. Oh, it was one of those weird cases. Oh, that's why. Well, now we know, and knowing is half the battle. I always like to say it's knowing is half the hassle. Lloyd Rivals, Joe's back. So's Duke. Duke got his own comic book. Hmm. 
Oh, yeah, it's one of those Tengen uh, Nintendo cases, if you remember the cartridge look to it. The black oh, yeah, yeah. Were, like the slope at end no. of it. I had yeah, Gauntlet in one ones. of those ones. Mm-hmm, yep. Or hell, you could go to the uh, the Bible games. Some of them did. Oh, yeah. The powder blue fucking uh, cartridge. Yeah, well, that wasn't an official release. That was... That's why. Yeah. It, you can buy it still on the secondary market. Evidently, it fetches a decent amount when you find it. But yeah, There's... Like a Dragon, Infinite Wealth, great game. Well, Willie, with that kind of a review, I will have to add it to my queue, which is already far too large, as I've also <laughs> picked up other games and started playing them now, because why the hell not, right? I which, challenge you to play Yakuza 0, which I'm pretty sure is also on the Game Pass. I think all the uh, Yakuza and, games are on Game Pass. Yeah. I challenge you to play Yakuza 0 and tell me you don't have a new addiction. You're going through all of them. I it's challenge possible. you to tell me that. It's possible. It is impossible. Impossible. <laughs> who knows mm, on do. that note on that note we are going to start shutting things down here in a few but before we do that we like to wrap up our little show with a segment called what i'm into it's our chance to share with you fine folks consuming our show just what kind of geeky and nerdy things we've been getting into because hey we share what we're getting into you guys might be like oh i didn't know that was a thing and i want to check that out too so i will start things off just because i have my list here and i want to make sure i didn't forget what I'm into this Thursday, this most recent Thursday, rather, on Netflix, the new season of Masters of the Universe, this is Revolution, I believe it is, dropped on Netflix. It was five episodes. It was, I was expecting more than five episodes, so I was able to watch like all five episodes in an afternoon, basically, because they're about, what, 20 minutes each? So 100 minutes, basically. It's basically a mini He-Man movie. I really enjoyed it. They brought Bear McCreary back to do the score, and I think Bear McCreary is an incredibly talented musician, so him doing all the musical work and notes again i thought it was great it is a little jarring at first when they've changed some of the voice actors you're like wait a second you're not who you used to be like for instance in the first uh animated series tila was voiced by sarah michelle geller now she's voiced by melissa benoist not necessarily a bad thing but it's jarring because you're like wait that's not what i remember your voice sounding like and we touched on it in pre-show it, it sort of makes sense from a fun point of view because he-man and adam are voiced by chris wood Chris Wood is married to Melissa, so they get the married couple that are voicing the two characters they're basically trying to put in a relationship as the show goes on. Works out. It's fun. Mark Hamill, of course, chews all of the scenery and is fantastic as Skeletor. I didn't realize yeah. that William Shatner was in this show until I heard William Shatner. I'm like, what the hell? What the hell? William Shatner's in this? That was fun. Keith David is a voice actor in it. The voice actors, they got a bunch of really talented people in here, and it was really good. I really enjoyed it. I was also a He-Man fan as a kid. It was fun to revisit this world. Much like the last Kevin Smith uh, He-Man animated series, they end it basically on a uh, tease for what could be a third series if Netflix decides to pick it up. I have no idea if they're going to pick it up. I will say this, at least, is the obnoxious fanboys are far less annoying about this second season of He-Man than they were the first, where they were mad about the fact that Prince Adam's not He-Man enough. Too much attention's given to the female character of Tila. I'm mad. That was dumb, and it was a waste of time for people to get mad about that. It's a He-Man show. Just have fun with it. It's wacky, weird, crazy shit that happens on a planet that combines sorcery with technology and all sorts of other stuff. It's, it's a cartoon for selling toys. Just calm down, people. Calm down. The lore of He-Man is not that complex. Uh, excuse so, me, Chris. How dare women exist? Oh, yes, of course. What was I <laughs> thinking? 
in all fairness, in the Masters of the Universe uh, revelation, they did kill He-Man twice. <laughs> like it was a bit much that they killed your yeah. hero off two times in the new version of the Spoiler show. Spoiler alert: they don't kill yeah. him even once this time around. Yeah. At least they, so. don't, they don't kill Adam. I mean, they kill other motherfuckers, but yeah, they don't kill Adam or He-Man even one time in this show. But Mark Hamill did not play Skeletor in Revolution. No, he did because he changed his name back and forth throughout the show. Because at one time he was Skeletech, then he went back to being Skeletor. And in fact, when he called him when he called himself Skeletech, that wasn't actually Skeletor. That's all I'm going to say because anything else is a spoiler. Hmm. Skeletech is an awesome name, though. I love the whole like Chaos Ram staff becoming part of like a a tentacle arm. Just weird and creepy. What exactly? Yeah, sort of. It was a fun (laughs) show. It's, was it's, it girthy? Mm-hmm. Yes, of course. Thick. Reaches all the spots. Thick, thicker than a than a Masters of the Universe character. Oh, thicker than a switch. <laughs> <laughs> Way thicker than a switch. So some other stuff I've been getting into is I touched on it in the pre-show. Also, I started playing Sea of Stars, and why I started doing that is I saw it was on sale on Switch, and it's something I'd been considering buying. And then when I saw it was on sale on Switch, someone had commented, "Well, this is on Game Pass if you want to try it." And I went. Son of a bitch. I didn't know this was on Game Pass. So what I did is I took my old cell phone, fired it up, launched the Game Pass app, and then clamped on a controller on either side of it because I have one of those Razer Kishi uh, clip-on controllers that I bought for like 30 bucks on clearance at one point in time. Hooked that onto my old phone, and I spent probably about an hour, hour and a half playing Sea of Stars, which is an old-school NES-type RPG game. I don't know why I said RPG game because the G is game, but it's an old school RPG and it's kind of in line with that. I was having fun with it. It starts out very slow. And from what I've heard from people who reviewed it, the game is really slow for like the first four or five hours. And then everything sort of comes together and it becomes a lot more fun. So I'm hoping that I enjoy it. And I should caveat part of why I was looking at buying it on the switch was because I could sit on my couch easily and just play it on the switch and have the TV able to, do football games or any of the other stuff that my wife and I are watching together, but I can scratch that same itch by streaming it via the game pass app to my old Android cell phone. And it's pretty battery efficient because it's just a streaming video coming down to me. So I was pleasantly surprised with how well that worked. Will you've heard some stuff about this game you were talking about before. Have you, have you tried it yourself or. Oh, I've only heard someone make fun of it. That's it. okay. Cause it's on PlayStation plus also, or whatever the, equivalent is to the xbox game pass my understanding yes i think we're now called playstation essential plus premium whatever the hell they call their naming conventions just as stupid well not nowhere near as stupid it's still stupid but nowhere near stupid as xboxes whatever it's dumb it's all dumb I mean, just name it right, man. Come on. But Sea of so Stars cool. is really fun. Been enjoying that. And then uh, two other things. I got a new t-shirt this week from the latest Danhausen uh, merch drop. I got myself a new very nice, very evil t-shirt. Nice. I enjoy that one. And then uh, I also was, I've been on the whatnots a little bit because I had that, I need to scratch that itch of finding some cool collectibles and stuff like that. Uh, professional wrestler all ego ethan page does a whatnot about once a month and i was finally able to pick up something that is a whatnot exclusive of his Uh let me go and grab this and i'll go to full screen for a second he has an action figure 
that is uh, by the figure toy company that is a whatnot exclusive. You can only buy on his whatnot that I was finally able to pick up. And oh God, that's just really flashing really hard right there. <laughs> but it is the uh, his vlog figure, as he puts it, that's associated with the vlog that he did for a long time that you can only buy on whatnot. So I was able to pick one up for a pretty decent price. He custom he personalized it out to me, which I thought was pretty cool. And it's going to go hang up on the wall right next to my uh, Brody, uh, not Brody, well, Brody King Brody figure Lee. I have. No, Brody King figure that's designed the same way that Brody King had mm. also personalized and made out to me, which is pretty badass looking. So I was pretty pleased with it. I was able to, I was able to pick one up, and I was surprised I was able to pick one up because there was like 180 people in the whatnot at the time. But I will, I'll give Ethan credit. Like he did like a three hour long whatnot when it was all said and done because he's like, I'm just doing my once a month thing, and he was like, I'm cleaning out a bunch of stuff in my toy room, so I'm going to sell <laughs> it on whatnot. So he probably he's made decent coin. He said, what not? Why not? Yeah, there you go. You're welcome for that. So that was fun. I was able to pick that up. And then there's some other stuff I purchased from a different one that hasn't arrived yet. That is a physical toy store that is going to close their physical storefront and go to selling stuff on whatnot only. So like trying to clear out a bunch of inventory that's in this uh, storefront. So they were selling a bunch of uh, the major bendy figures and some old Star Wars ones that I liked for relatively decent prices. So I've got stuff like the Grand Admiral Thrawn from the Archive Edition figure I picked up for like 12 bucks with free shipping that's coming in and stuff like that. And the uh, Matt Cardona Major Bendy figure that is the Indie God figure where he looks like Indiana <laughs> Jones that I have coming too that I, I wanted to get but was exclusive to a convention. And the only way you could buy it was being at the convention. Well, this guy who ran that shop had gone to the convention and bought like 20 of them. So I was able to buy one from his uh, storefront. So that was pretty fun. I look forward to those coming and altering my back wall layout just a little bit. I've made some tweaks to that from last week. You guys might notice that uh, there's some more stuff above the Spider-Man 2099 as I took all of the uh, Peter Parker Spider-Mans from the uh, last Spider-Man movie and hung them up there. It's been fun stuff. It's been real fun stuff. But that's what I've been getting into. I'm sure there's something I'm forgetting, but... I can't remember what it would be off the top of my head. So I'm going to toss things to Mr. Bachman next. What you been getting into, sir? I'm trying to remember if this was the week that I finished watching Reacher. Don't know if it was this week or last week, but I know there Reacher's done and I finished it and it was really good. And the last episode specifically was just fucking fantastic. Does he punch a lot of people in the face? Oh, he punches all the people. Still, yeah, one just... of the best sequences, it's like episode three or four, a biker gang attacks him. And there's a shot where a guy goes to like, you know, throw a punch and he catches the punch, which you've seen that a hundred times in a movie. Yes. He turns to the side and headbutts the elbow and breaks the guy's arm. I was like, oh. I have never seen that oh. shit. And yeah, when, because no when, one would do that in real life because the elbow he, is really hard. <laughs> yeah. But what extremely, you know, oversized human Alan Richardson does it, it looks realistic. It's such a great sequence. It's like, that is something I've never seen in a fight scene before. That is fucking cool. So yeah, Reacher was great. Yeah, I watched all of uh, Revolution as soon as it popped up on Thursday. I sat down and watched all five episodes. I loved it. It's just the idea that, I mean, for those that don't know, I was five when He-Man started and eight when it ended. Their target demographic was males five to eight. I was <laughs> the kid they were selling these toys to. And so when He-Man came out, like, and it's ridiculous, in the first three years, they had like 230 episodes. It was back when a cartoon, you know, for season one would be like 140 episodes. It was insane. And it was always, you know, it's like every comic book. It's all 
second act, everything resets at the end. Nothing ever actually progresses. He-Man learns a little lesson, bitch slaps Skeletor a little bit. We go on, do it again next week. But the fact that like with uh, Master of the Universe uh, Revelations and then now Master of the Universe Revolution, it's actually taking that story and progress further. It's just really fun to see because like things have actually happened now. The story has actually moved forward. Things have changed that like won't be undone. It's just really entertaining. And yeah, it's Masters of the Universe. It's a fucking toy commercial. It's fun. Like, it's just fun. Like, there's there's nothing to be upset about. It's just a fun fucking show. But yeah, I enjoyed the hell out of it. It'll be a nice one where, like, because I've had uh, Revelations on the background a couple of times and I'm, you know, drawing, painting, doing whatever. And I will do the same now with Revolution now that it's out. Just a fun show. And then, yeah, um, yeah. I haven't watched too many movies. Nothing really spectacular. I I have to sadly say I've seen the worst Nicolas Cage movie. It's called The Retirement Plan on Hulu. It was not good. Willie was about to fight you if you said a movie that he liked. It's got Nicolas Cage and Ron Perlman. Like the cast looks good. And and fucking uh, uh, Ernie Hudson. Like it's got a good cast and it's just... It seems like somebody came out of film school, had 40 bucks and just trapped these guys in Miami for a weekend and made a movie and nobody wanted to be there. Like that's the feeling you get watching this movie is nobody wanted to make it. It's just not good. So yeah, it's, it was very sad. I rated it on my flick chart. It ended up in like the 2500s. So there's like 2500 movies that I've seen that are better than this movie. So I would not recommend it. But other than that, yeah. Um, just, yeah, I got my, I turned in my uh, painting piece for the uh, painting competition, which I've been watching the Facebook page for our local Warhammer store. There's been no mention of the competition. There's I've sent a message asking when we can send people down to like vote in the store. And I haven't gotten a response. So I don't know what the kid running the store is doing. If he's just going to wait and do like the voting next month or what, but the voting was supposed to end yesterday was the original idea. And at this point, I don't believe it's began. So they're just a little behind schedule. But other than that, because I don't have anything that's time sensitive to work on. There we go. Yeah, there's my my Philgore Ravager that got turned in. And yeah, at the time when I turned him in, there was only two other ones in the case. So there was there's there's a minimum of three people in the competition. There may be more. But our local shop has said that they're going to do the free mini every month. And if you paint it and bring it back in. They're going to do a basically a painting competition every month. But so far, the first one's not going well. <laughs> it doesn't seem like it. Yeah, I just I just don't know. What he's, or maybe he's only doing it in the store and not telling anybody. And maybe the voting did happen and it's already done and nobody knows. And he's just it, forgot to put it on Facebook. It's so, also possible all the people that start doing it realize that, oh, shit, this is enough time for me to paint this how I want to. And they might be realizing that as they're getting not a lot of them back in. Maybe, yeah. It was very fast. Because like I said, yeah, yeah, he told us to bring it back on the 20th, and there was only mine and two others in the case. So yeah, it was a very limited for a competition, only having three entrants. It's like, well, you know, if you get gold, silver, bronze, and we all win, hey. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, since I didn't have anything uh, time-sensitive to work on, I did a bunch of priming on a bunch of figures. I started, uh, I did the first base coat. My buddy Colin got the Hand of Archon team, which is the Drukari, I think, elves for kill team which he brought over and played with last time, but he'd only primed, he'd primed all 10 of them, but he'd only painted like one or two. So I had him leave one with me. And weirdly, it was sitting here for a couple of weeks, went to start painting it the other day and went to put like a, you know, just a base coat of a blue on it. 
and like the paint like bubbled up and like ran off the primer. And I'm like, okay, that's the opposite of what primer is supposed to do. Like primer is supposed to give you a coat, like, you know, to stick the paint to. So there was something wrong with the primer he put on his minis. And so I literally like scrubbed it off, reprimed it, and then slapped a coat of blue paint on over the gray primer that I've been using. And it stuck just fine. So now I have that character to paint, which I'm doing for fun. And then um, I've been spending most of my time. I keep putting, um, I've been putting up uh, time-lapse uh, videos that people have seen them on my social medias. I'm working on my Christmas present from the wife which is a death guard plague burst crawler. And so this is what I've been building. And this giant monstrosity is just a fantastic. It's a big old tank. It's got the, the bulldozer blade in the front. It's got a huge cannon up top. It's covered in spikes and all sorts of weird little details. Like it's just super fun. And I had the fun of this one. I wanted to be able to paint behind the blade and the front of the tank and make it easy. So it's on there with motherfucking magnets because magnetizing minis is the easiest way to be able to get to stuff and like be able to still work on them after you paint and prime them. So yeah, I got my plague burst crawler. There we go. Chris put up the video. So yeah, my wife got this for me for Christmas. I'm loving it. I just, they put all the John wicks on Netflix. So I just set up my camera. And since my, if I'm doing time-lapse on my phone, my phone will turn off any other audio. So I can't listen to podcasts while I'm doing my time lapse, which is what I normally do. So I've just been putting a John Wick movie on Netflix and then hitting record. And so yeah, it's been it's been a fun week working on this guy. It'll probably be done this week. I've got uh, just the side guns left to do. I'm trying to decide if I want to basically gut the plastic and carve them out and fill them full of magnets to where I can magnetize the front barrel of each gun. So that way I could swap the guns out like the the blade. But I, I was looking at it the other day and I think it might be like three hours worth of work and I'm not sure if it's worth it. I might just put, pick a gun that I like and just put it on it because you have to basically carve the plastic out with an exacto knife to the size of the magnets you're going to use and then hope that they consuming. all, yeah. And hope that they all fit perfectly. I'm not building the real one out in the garage yet. SP I'm still going through my comics and I have to get rid of them and make room in the garage before we do any garage project. If I do a garage project, I'm going to build that fucking new Batmobile. That That's car's bad. This is the way. Yeah. But yeah, so I've been having a blast putting that together. And yeah, it's, it's you know, the Christmas present that my wife got me, and I just love it. There you go. And Chris put up my hell brute. Yeah, fun with magnets. It's awesome being able to have weapon choices in Warhammer, but the only way to do it really is with magnets. Though on the hell brute, it was perfect because the torso on that figure and the arm are both hollow. So I was able to put the magnets by just gluing them on the inside of the piece and then gluing it shut. And so literally took like four different arms, put magnets on the inside of them. And then, yeah, you can just pick each one up and put the other weapon on. It's so much easier where this one on the Plague Burst Crawler, the guns themselves are only about, I'd say, like a third of an inch tall. And so what I'd have to carve out is a very small area and I have these little teeny tiny magnets where I can put, you know, five or six of them in there, but it's, it's a very small area in a tiny piece of plastic. And if you over carve it, then the whole thing just kind of falls apart and melts. So I, I have not made the decision yet. I might magnetize the weapons. I might not, but damn it. The blade works. The blade is magnetized cool. and works just fine, which I love. Cause yeah, like, it's gonna it's gonna be a monster looking tank when I'm done, and yeah, the plague the the Death Guard are awesome because they're the like the undead plague marines, 
of chaos. So their their god Nurgle is all about like everything withers and dies. And so yeah, like they have like flies around them and pustules and grossness and, and they're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have fun painting this motherfucker. Well, before we pivot it over to Willie, we do have SP in the chat room who's talking about what he's been getting into. I tried to resurrect a 2014 MacBook Pro this week. The screen wires had melted. The hell, he's trying to Frankenstein it in an old school MacBook. Well, I mean, you could also do. There was a while there. There was a tech thing that was going on where people were just like, "Well, screens bust on my MacBook. I'm just going to remove the screen." And they basically just made it so that it was a little mini platform that they could hook into any monitor anywhere and take with them. So they basically just took the bottom half of the laptop and made that a workstation that was movable around because all of these mm -hmm. things will do screen out. Yeah. I mean, yeah, as long as you got a working HDMI, right? Yeah. SP says no way to replace the wires. The screen's worth more than the MacBook. <laughs> <laughs> That's disappointing. That's sad. Well, it sounds like a fun project though. It does. Willie, I'm going to let you finish things up for us, sir. What have you been getting into? Like a dragon, infinite wealth. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I assumed, but I didn't know if there was any other stuff you'd been getting into. I wanted to give you That's the, the whole enchilada. Got it. <laughs> That's it. That's all Willie's been doing is like a dragon. Oh, and Dr. Pepper Cherry. Ooh, Dr. Pepper Cherry. Well, on that note, then, folks, we are going to start wrapping things up. Thank you so much to everyone who did join us live. We really do appreciate all the questions, comments, feedback, and trolling that goes on in our chat rooms. They are all a bunch of fun. A friendly reminder, we do stream this show live every Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern at 10 a.m. Central over at gunnageek.com slash live. If you're using the geeks.live URL, please update your bookmarks because that will be going away at some point in time. Before we shut this thing down, though, do you guys have any final thoughts for the people? You the Rock that? now owns The Rock. What's he going to do with it? That is true. He no longer has to pay a bit of it to WWE. Yeah. Oh, his character. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. Uh, but uh, yeah, um, send all the weird fleshlights that you find to at South Porky at Twitter. <laughs> I'm not calling it the other thing. <laughs> And Can they send you stuff fun. on Threads or Blue Sky or any other alternatives? I don't know what Threads is. It's, it's Instagram, Twitter. The Blue Sky, it's yeah, yeah. Yeah, go ahead, Blue Sky. Chris, you remember what my name is on Blue Sky? Willie D. Nelson, I think, or is it there Willie it Nelson? Is. I don't remember. I think name. you got Willie Nelson there. I think Blue Sky is Oh, the yeah, one I think I did get Willie Nelson in there. You were right. Is Blue there Sky is. the one where you still can't post videos? I think so. Who needs yeah, to see I, videos? Because I'm oh. doing time lapse of building my tank, and so I just copy it and paste it into each social media thing. And Blue Sky's the one I go to, and it's like, oh no, you can only do a photo. The, the nice so, thing well, with Threads is you can just share direct from Instagram into Threads because I've been sharing some reels and stuff on Threads. It logged yeah. me out. I'm sorry, <laughs> he'll never I didn't get log back out. In. It logged me. Oh, I can just click on it. That should be the case. I don't. Yeah, know it is just Billy Nelson. There you go. Easy enough. Well, Willie, we should get you on the Threads too. I've said on this show before, I'm actually enjoying threads because I found yeah. a group of people that want to talk pro wrestling and not be assholes. So I've been having a lot of fun. Literally, all I do on threads is pretty much talk pro wrestling with people because the people that want to talk it there will, you know, have an opinion. But if you disagree, don't start calling you a hater or a money mark or dumb shit like that. It's just no, I don't agree with you, but I see your point of view. I'm like, cool, we can disagree oh. and still be rational human beings. But what if you are being those things? I'm not a money mark. I got no money. Not you, but the person doing the thing. <laughs> well, 
I will say this thread's been pretty good about at least the community there. And I don't mean just for pro wrestling, but in general for calling out those accounts and basically like, Hey, block this asshole. And I've talked about before that threads has a feature in there that basically if you block an account, it will then block any subsequent accounts that that person makes somehow. I don't, there's an extent to how far it can go on that. I assume, but I am pleasantly surprised with my enjoyment level of threads. Sports stuff is finally starting to pick up on there and pro wrestling stuff is starting to pick up on there too. So that I really only go on Twitter once or twice a day to see if there's something trending that is of interest to me. Yeah. It's very exciting. I, the Warhammer community on threads is kind of, it's all the people that were on Instagram anyways, cause it's art based. So mm-hmm. well, the majority of Warhammer's art base, the fan base. So yeah, a lot of it's on threads and it's, yeah, it's the same people being like, you know, positive and like people will ask for feedback and when people ask for feedback they get constructive criticism like right. the way you should in a good art class versus you suck which is you know a lot of other social media <laughs> and i will echo something that stargate pioneer has also said which is threads really needs a good ipad app because for those that use the ipad to access mm. threads it's just the iphone app that you can then exp- expand a little bit if you want to so it does not fill your full screen at all I think a little in, bit better of field of view. And that's okay, I think will. I think Instagram might have that same problem too for the Instagram so app too. on the iPad. Yeah. So I I don't think it's necessarily just threads. It's just Instagram completely. <laughs> well, the nice thing will be they've said they want to become part of the Fediverse, which means all the Mastodon servers and stuff like that, meaning that you'd be able to access and view threads content on one of those other things, stuff like that. But mm-hmm. when they do that, it means all of those third-party Mastodon apps that are out there, you could, in theory, use to connect to your Might threads work. account, which then have iPad-optimized apps, which is something I'm looking forward to. Totally a first-world problem, though. Totally a first-world problem. Yeah, that'd be good if they can make that change, though. Yeah, but on that note... Unless you guys have anything else, I think we're about ready to shut it down. And it, it, last chance, going once, twice, thrice. Well, on that note, we are out of here, and we will see you all next week. Thanks for listening to this brand new episode of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. Don't forget, we'll be back next Sunday live at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, over at live.atgnpodcast.com, channel three of the Alpha Geek radio app, and over at our network home at gunnageek.com slash live. If you have any feedback for the show, please contact us at atgnpodcast at gunnageek.com on our hotline number at 304-806-ATGN, or even better, go to Twitter and send us a message at atgnpodcast. The music you've heard in this show is produced by Kevin McLeod and can be found at incompetech.com.